I'm Brooke. And I'm Jamie. And this is the Truth Fairies Podcast. The truth hurts. So we will be giving our very biased and unqualified opinions on real life situations. From reality TV, relationships, and parenting, we'll cover it all. So So let's let's get started. started. (sighs) Shall we start? Yes, let's start. On your set, go. Welcome to Truth Fairies. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Hey, welcome. Hello. Welcome back to Truth Fairy. We are in a bad mood, and you're going to have to deal with it. And we don't even care. (laughs) I'm not in a bad mood. I am. It's Saturday. It's rainy. Ooh, it's so gross outside. It's cold. It's not too cold, but it's stupid. It's just ugly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I feel ugly. (laughs) And I'm acting really ugly today as well. So this should be a really fun recording for everyone. (laughs) You don't look ugly. Thank you. Your sweatshirt's cute. Thank you. I got this at my my conference. Oh, it's very fancy. Thank you. Very Sun Valley of you. Thank you. I know. Like a little ski bunny. I know. Yeah. Well, what's up, girl? Um, I don't think I've ever said that to you in my life, and I would like to just retract that (laughs) statement and just say, hi. Hey, how's it going? It's redacted. Redacted. Okay. Hi. What is tickling your fancy? Nothing. If anything. <laughs> Nothing is tickling my fancy at all. I So I was at a conference this weekend, and um, one of the things that we were asked at the conference was, what do we do for, like, self-care? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm sitting, there, like, in a circle with, like, you know, 20 people, and everybody goes around, and they share, like, I go on a hike every day. I unplug from social media. I, you know, whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, I do nothing. <laughs> I I mean, I I couldn't even think of anything. And so now I'm like in this funk where I feel like I'm like I should be doing something. Like what? Yeah. Like oh, I, what did it did you hate them a little bit or were you just like, oh, well, I just felt like these people are so much smarter. Because I me. hate everybody who I'm jealous. Like, if someone is, like, better than me, like, I just hate them. And I think that's a big character flaw. <laughs> like, well, I can't be like, let me look up to you and try to be like you. I'm like, mm, I automatically mm, don't. You suck. <laughs> well, I just thought, how much smarter are all of these people in the circle that have, like, figured out that you have to balance, right? like, work and family and life and self-care and... Yeah. You know, and I do nothing. It's tricky. I don't. And then I'm there with some of my friends, and we had like a 45-minute break. And they, you know, the people said, well, you can, you know, do whatever on your 45-minute break, and we'll meet back. And those two were like, oh, I bet we could hurry and get a workout in. (laughs) And I looked at both of them. I'm like, well, that's stupid. Why would you do that? And they looked at me like, well, why? What do you mean? I'm like, fine. I went to my room. (laughs) They all do their 45 minutes of self-care. Yeah, yeah. You got your diamond art. Are you still diamond arting? I, ha- I haven't diamond arted lately. It, it is a hard balance of, like, taking that time to do something. I have been a little down in the dumps because I friggin' threw my back out closing a door. Oh, yeah. And it's taken every ounce of, like, the things that I do mm-hmm. for self-care, for, like, taking care of myself. I can't do anything. And it's gotten me a little pissy. Yeah. Yeah. Is it better now? It is improved. It's not totally better, but it's way better. Like, I couldn't even sit up. I couldn't drive. Yeah. Mm, I. Yeah. It, you know you're old when you slip a disc trying to push it, <laughs> trying to push a door closed. Oh, <laughs> uh, another thing that's not tickling my fancy is I had told Jake, I think I mentioned before how we signed up for this exercise and yeah. meal program, whatever. And about a month ago, maybe not even that long ago, I was telling Jake, I said, you know, I really need you to, I I have not done it. I am not disciplined. I am not doing anything. And I'm like, I really need you to support me in this. And he's like, okay, you know, I can do that. So then he started it the next day. Okay. I didn't. And he's (laughs) lost 20 pounds. Ah, That's (laughs) such a man thing, though. How was, was, so was him supporting you and doing it, like doing it with you? Yeah. Yeah. And then, then I didn't do it. <laughs> does he get mad or does he care? No, he doesn't care, but now Whatever. I'm really mad. Yeah. And like today he was, he was getting, I don't know, getting ready for the day. Yeah. And he did something with his hands and his ring fell off. <gasps> I'm like, I hate You're you. You're like, you suck. Okay. I have to tell you the funniest thing. So, you know, Aaron, 
you all <laughs> listeners <know> don't. <laughs> but he's six two, has weighed one hundred and sixty pounds since the day we got married mm-hmm. at twenty six. So the last night he sits down. We're at dinner and he's looking down and he's pinching and he's got this face and I'm like, what? And he comes and like sits over on my side of the table and pulls up his shirt. He he has little he has a fat roll. <laughs> wow. Yes. It was like he had little love handles and it's like his belly was kind of like he had like kind of his sweats were hanging down low. Uh-huh. I started to laugh so hard. I'm like, I'm sorry. Like, am I allowed to laugh at this? Because you have not had an inch to pinch in our entire 18 years of getting married. And suddenly He's like almost forty five, and he's got this little belly, and I about died. Did, was, did he? Was he like looking at? Was yes. he like thrown he was off? Flab- it was like <laughs> whose body is this? It was like he was pinching this foreign substance. Like is this? And he, this is his busy season, so he literally just sits all day. Yeah. He's not active at all for these couple months. And he's like, I got to do something about this. And I'm like, oh, why don't you just embrace it? I love yeah. you. The way, Like all the things he says to me. You're almost 45. <laughs> it's normal. Well, like when I complain about my way, I love you the way you are. Mm-hmm. And you should just embrace it. And you should just, you know, you're going to get to heaven and wonder why you even worried about this. and mm-hmm. You know, all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I gave it back to him. And he was like, <laughs> I'm like, now you know how it feels. He goes, but I want to feel tight. I want, I'm like. Yeah. Not me. I like to just be soft and squishy. <laughs> I love being a squishamellow in human form. Makes me feel really good about myself. But it's like he will finally get a glimpse. Actually, no. What's going to happen is he's going to do eight push-ups. <laughs> it'll and be gone. it'll be completely gone. I hate men and their bodies. I do, too. Stupid. Ugh. So, but, yeah. I, ho- I just want him to have a dad bod so bad. <laughs> so bad. That's all I want. <laughs> I want him to go gray and have a dad bod. Oh, Jake's been gray since he was 20. Aaron so. does not have one speck of gray. That's so funny. I know. I, and I decided the other day, I'm literally, if you gave me the choice between like the rock, like that really big, like I like a muscle, mm-hmm. but it, like a really big bodybuilder guy or a dad bod, I would take the dad bod as to be in a relationship with. <laughs> Not for a one night stand, but just like <laughs> if I had to be in a relationship and you, you gave want me the, the dad bod, I want the dad bod. Right? No, I I can see that. You know, like you don't want. Yeah, I don't want to be married you know, to a, yeah someone that does CrossFit. Um, are you watching Bachelor in Paradise? Yeah. Speaking of, of somebody who does CrossFit and works out, yeah. I have learned to love Jacob. Love him. <laughs> I love him. And he's so like when he was doing all of his breathing uh-huh. exercises. I, I love him. I do, too. I cannot help it. Yeah, he's grown on me for sure. Yeah. That show is such a hot mess. So stupid. So bad. So stupid. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it I so much. I watched two episodes last night because I was behind. I'm fully caught. I've, I'm caught up on everything because of my back. <laughs> That's true. Of all I watch, like, I need a good show that will actually, like, like, you know how all the shows we watch, you can kind of watch and be, like, doing something else. Yeah. I don't have a good show that like captivates me to where like I'm not multitasking. You've got to watch Peaky Blinders. Yeah, okay. I'm telling you. Okay. I just need a new show cuz all I is watch so is hot. the Kardashians, Ugh. Bachelor, Love is Blind, Sister Wives. And I haven't watched Sister Wives in forever, but I need to. And Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Like those are the five trashiest shows and that's all I watch. <laughs> Okay, you got to start Peaky Blinders because okay. Tommy. I need something with mm, some art. Add a couple of inches onto him because okay. he's a he's a small man. Yeah. Um, I he. But would, we don't need to know that. Like no, we can, he's not really there. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So okay. So cute. Okay. Someone agreed with you on our social media. Good. Way. Yeah. I oh I don't know what it is. Good Does he have a dad bod? No. He's like a, a Paul Rudd. You know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, he, like, he, but Tommy doesn't have that. Okay, Tommy's a lean man. He's a lean man. He's a small man. And I can't. Yeah, I don't want a petite. I don't want. No, yeah. I want a man. Lean yeah. man. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, do you have a weird and wacky world? I do. Um, a weird. A weird and wacky world. Okay, let me put on my glasses. Glasses. Okay. Um. This is not, this is more of just like a gross, 
weird and wacky. I mean, I guess that is wacky. Okay. So um, let me just read it to you. Okay. It says, we all have our own standards when it comes to housework. Some of us are content to dust around the edges while others go to greater efforts and do a deep clean, reaching places that never see the light. One woman has sparked controversy after admitting that she puts her toilet brush in her dishwasher to clean it. (laughs) She doesn't see what the issue is and thinks it's a great way to get the cleaning tool squeaky clean, but her method has left one of her friends horrified. The woman had no idea that this method would cause such a stir until her friend came over and spotted her habit. A friend popped by this morning for coffee, and I opened the dishwasher to get out a couple of mugs, forgetting that I had put the toilet items in last night. Oh, in there with the... <laughs> no. Oh. Okay, okay. Oh, I mean, maybe. I don't know. Okay. She, oh, yes. She said she totally freaked out, saying this is totally disgusting, and rewashed the mugs that I had then taken out from the cupboard and poured boiling water on them before she would allow me to make her coffee. <laughs> so she didn't actually have, like, the, like, dishes in with the toilet stuff. Okay. But the girl was so disgusted that she had to, like, double wash it. Okay. Um, it seems as though the woman's friends wasn't the, wasn't the only person who was grossed out by the cleaning habit. Um, one person dubbed the woman's actions as utterly rank, while another said, that is absolutely disgusting. I don't care how hygienic it is. Just no. Um, others tried to get their heads around it as one, one person, anyway, one Mumsnet user. I don't oh. know if that's, like, the... Yeah. group or whatever. Anyway, she said, well, I suppose all the muck would be rinsed and drained away, but it still sounds gross. One commenter took the woman's side, writing, it's fine. My ex-partner used to do the same. We're both still alive and still friends. <laughs> both. St- we survived, so it's <laughs> it fine. It ended our relationship, but we're <laughs> fine. Um, it says, you do realize the first rinse in the dishwasher is recycled water, so you are washing your pots in poo. Ew. Is that true? I don't know. Recycled water. Yeah. The first rinse in the dishwasher is recycled. Huh. So you're washing your pots and poo. Ew. So I guess maybe they do the first but rinse and I don't see, know. Now the but... clarifying question is, is she putting the the scrubber in a cycle by itself or is she putting it in there with her dishes that is the golden question does, or does it matter does it matter i say it doesn't matter do you i say it does <laughs> <laughs> i because it's the whole thing is getting sanitized is it though yeah that water is like boiling steaming hot okay at least in mine yeah i i mean yes it is <laughs> you're right but doesn't that do something to your brain? Yes, it does. The idea of it really is very repulsive. Knowing that my dishes would go in that same rack as a toilet brush yeah. is very gross. It's gross. It's so wrong. I think logically it's probably fine, but I would never, like, it is that, it just the idea of it makes it repulsive. I think that me and Lincoln, my son Lincoln too, have kind of this thing with, like, once we get a thought in our head, oh. we can't. Like, we, even if it is, a like, irrational, we can't always get past it. Right. So, like, the minute I knew that there was a toilet brush in there, I, I would just, it, I couldn't, I couldn't get past couldn't, that. Yeah. Like, one time, um, when Lincoln was little, my sister-in-law had, um, one of her kids had their tonsils taken out, and she had the tonsils in a little jar. Have, have you seen how yeah. they, anyway. Yeah. And she made him macaroni and cheese for lunch one day when he was over at her house and made a comment about the tonsils in the macaroni, like just some offhand yes. being stupid. <laughs> to this this day, he can't eat mac and cheese because he cannot, like, he cannot separate. separate it. That doesn't surprise me about Lincoln. There was something at my house, and I can't remember what it was, but clear first back when they were little kids mm-hmm. that happened. And he was just like, and I was like, are you serious? But now knowing him, yeah, I know that. he can't. Or I wish I could remember what it was. It, it probably had something to do with mold. Like if you if mm. it, if while he's eating, he hears anything gross or hears anything like like something about yeah. mold. He, I he think just we can't. were talking about something gross while yeah, we were eating, he, and he he just can't. Poor kid. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know, but that for me is a no. Yeah, and I'm not like that, so I would probably be able to move past it. But I I. I, how much is a toilet brush? They're like $5. Yeah. Like just buy a new one, right? Yeah. I just throw mine away and buy new ones the minute they get gross. Ew, I'm feeling gaggy. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen the silicone ones that's like advertised? No. I, I am like the prime person to advertise on Instagram. They're like silicone, 
but they get really sudsy. And then they wash off. Why? Is that really, that seems to really bother you, too. I don't know. I don't clean toilets, usually. I, I mean, don't either. Jake does. But, like, okay, no, I can do a scrub brush in a toilet. But, like, you know how sometimes you'll get the, like, the the buildup, like, the hard uh-huh. water? He'll get in there with one of those little pumice, pumice, pumice stones. Yeah. I can't. Yeah. Uh, that's, no. Nope. No, no. See, now that doesn't bother me because I know it's just hot water. I mean, hard water. Ew, it doesn't matter. It's the like a it's skid. The, I would rather get in there with a pumice stone than do a skid mark with uh, a brush. I'm, I'm sorry, you it's, brought it up. It, but it's like that stone scraping. Oh, and yeah. And the water and the, I feel like toilets have a smell. Oh, even yeah. Even a brand new toilet. Really. It's like, and I think it's probably in my head, but it's a woodsy. It's, it's, the, a, <laughs> it's a woodsy smell. It's a little bit woodsy. <laughs> Ew, I don't like the bottom of the toilet. Ew. Like when you have to really Especially get in when you there. Live with boys. Yeah, because it's like, how does that get down there? How how are you? Well, I just answered it myself. I was gonna say, how are you sitting on a toilet, yet pee is mm-hmm. outside? Mm-hmm. But it's because they don't sit. I think it's pee vapor. I think oh. it goes up in the air and settles. Ew. You know they say when you flush, it just shoots out Ugh. millions of little mm-hmm. like ship. Pools. I know that's Invisible why when Aaron, shit molecules. That's why when Aaron brushes his teeth while he pees, I'm just like, stop. Or why you shouldn't have your toothbrush sitting out in the same room right. in which your toilet flushes. Right. Which I don't. As you shouldn't. Okay. Let's talk about be real for a second. Okay. So be real for all of you old people like us who we only know about it because we have teenagers. But I think most, like, a lot of our friends still don't know about it. So I'm going to tell you. It's this app. It's like this new social media app that once you download it, it sends you an alert at the same time for all the users every day. And the whole point is that you're being real and you're posting a picture of exactly what you're doing in that moment. Mm -hmm. There's no filters. There's no, like, you can't pull up a thing from your camera roll. But you can post, and so you're supposed to post within two minutes. If you don't, it says you're however late or whatever. So I really like the concept because it's like you're showing like, hey, most of us are just working or just like. Right. And you have to tell them, too, that it takes the picture. It's like a two-sided picture. Uh So it takes a picture of whatever you're looking at. It takes a picture in front of you, and then it also takes a picture of the person of you. both cameras. Yeah. So you're reverse and you're forward So there's no faking anything. So for the first, like, five times, like, I'm just, like, smiling into my, like, be real. And I'm like, do I look like that? (laughs) Like, honestly, like, how often do you, like, stand, like, in front of the mirror and, like, do a full smile? Mm -hmm. Like, I don't. I just get ready or whatever. And in pictures, like, I don't know. Like, I don't take selfies. Suddenly I'm like, my eyes, I have so many wrinkles. (laughs) Like, no, I honestly did not know that's what I looked like. Like, I am not even kidding you. Like, <laughs> plus I can't see. I can't see either. So it's like I have this, like, perma filter because I can't see myself because I never wear glasses. So I go to, like, get this, like, my birthday facial at the place that I get facials at. Mm-hmm. And I say, hey, like, I really think I have some eye wrinkles that need like, to be addressed. Like, what can I do? And she takes a picture. She's like, so she gets out her giant iPad. Oh, I hate that And iPad. she's like, smile. And I take a picture and I'm like, Oh, my good hell. Give me all the Botox. (laughs) Like, what is happening? So I got Botox around my eyes for the first time in my life. But the problem is they can only go, like, halfway Mm -hmm. in. Like, they can't get right under. They do your crow's feet. Yes. So now it's like I smile and I have no crow's feet. And then it just stops. And then I just have wrinkles. (laughs) Look. So it's like my crow's feet look better. But then it's almost like I'm, like, indented. It's almost like I'm sunken in around my eyes. I don't know. I'm having a crisis. I'm having a like midlife an crisis. Identity, uh, an identity, not an identity crisis. A, you know, who an, you are. an appearance crisis. Well, that's me every day when I look in the mirror. Because oh, well, I'll look. I, I mean, don't. I, I don't. I think I've just avoided looking in the mirror for so many years, and then these damn be reals have made me get real okay. with my aging. <laughs> and like I, I honestly, my eyes look like I'm eighty. Ugh, not no, anymore because I'm half Botox. <laughs> so half of your eyes look like you're yes, 22. Yes. Like, what do I do? Oh. I, oh, I'm going to have to get, like, 
Oh, no. I know, I know, I know. Draw the line. I know, but it's hard. Okay, here is my... Um, here is my story related to toilets. Okay, you found it? Yes, I did. Okay, good. Okay, it says, This is my first time living in a cold country that experiences snow. It wasn't snowing, but the temperature was extremely low. I had installed a simple bidet when I first moved into my apartment because I grew up using one, and, I, and it felt weird if I didn't. It was nothing fancy, and I connected it to the cold water, not thinking much of it. I'd never used a heated bidet before, so I didn't think I'd need one. Now, here's how it went down. It's a normal day, and I turned on my bidet and began washing my butt. <laughs> the second the ice-cold water hit my butthole, every muscle, <laughs> every muscle and vein in my body contracted at the same time. <laughs> exactly. Exactly, Redditor. I couldn't think. I just sat there at the very, very cold water violating me. <laughs> Think of a brain freeze you get when eating ice cream, but down under. Your asshole is what is frozen. <laughs> I started to feel dizzy and not being able to think. I got up and immediately fell on the floor and hit my head on the sink. Oh my gosh. I lay on the floor for what felt like an eternity, but it was really only a few minutes while my butt freeze went away. <laughs> Thankfully, <laughs> I wasn't badly hurt, but it could have been much, much worse. Later, when I explained it to my friends why I have a bump on my head, they oh. couldn't stop laughing, so I thought I'd share for your amusement. Oh, my gosh. Is that the funniest thing? It's true, though. And that's then, why I'm like, when people say, like, bidets are the greatest, I'm like, okay, I live in Idaho. It's cold here. I don't care if you live in Hawaii. Ice cold water on your anus is not ever going to be well, welcome. But, like, the water in a warmer country would naturally not be that cold. But yeah, it guess. is, that is what exactly how I feel. I do it and it's like, oh, oh my gosh. That's so funny though, that like a full vein, vein, <laughs> vein reaction. Well, it's, and somebody responded to it. They said, you triggered your va vagal response. Uh, yes. You, and this is their words, not mine. You have a big ass nerve that runs from your anus to your brain called your vagus nerve. One of the ways for immediate stimulation is applying cold water to the rectum. It causes your blood pressure to drop and your heart to slow down. Oh, my gosh. Um, it's one of the ways we can get someone out of supra, supraventricular tachycardia. So, like, it's a legit whatever. Yeah, I've but, heard of the vagus nerve, yeah. but I didn't know it was related to your bum hole. But then people go on and on to explain how, like, that, like, some... That response could be, and you can also get it from like a really severe bowel movement. I, but, you know what? Like it could, I've heard of this. Yeah, and this one person was writing how like they kind of got, they were in the shower, in the hot shower, and then they they needed to go to the bathroom, and it was like just this overwhelming combination, <laughs> and he passed out on the floor. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm like, wow, who knew your bum hole was so temperamental? Yes, it is. Anyway. Well, I've heard of people... This might be too much. <laughs> that happening like during or after? During intercourse. Thank you. Thank you for saying that. Yeah. Wow. That is so crazy. Huh. Yeah. Anyway, I just appreciated the, you know, the, toilets. Yes, be no. careful when be using bidets, you guys. You've got to be cautious. And this is just a good plug, I think, for a heated bidet. Absolutely. I mean, what I just think we're not animals. Let's not. Yeah. Let's not. Let's let's heat the water. Let's heat the water. I, the, the concept is good, but I com yes, Keep the water. completely agree. Oh my gosh! Okay, are you ready for one that's not at all related? Okay, but you're gonna go what? I'm okay, ready. my daughter, 16, has a thing for baking. She bakes cakes and sometimes makes money by selling her work to relatives, friends, and supposedly us. Her hus my husband, her stepdad. His 45th birthday took place days ago. He asked my daughter to bake him the birthday cake, and she agreed. I told him about paying her, to which he responded with, pay her? Get out of here. I'm her dad. I insisted, say, seeing she's a yes person and a people pleaser, so she won't outright demand the money from him. He said he'd pay, but days went by and he didn't pay her a cent. I decided to go ahead and sell the wristwatch I bought him as a birthday present and pay her for the cake. He found out and went off on me. I told him he had enough time and should have paid her even before he received the cake. He said I was teaching her to treat familial relationship as transactional and training her to be materialistic. 
I explained the time, effort, and even money she puts towards making the cake, but he lashed out verbally, calling me an asshole for making this move and for enabling my daughter to expect so much from family that she's supposed to help with nothing in return. He's furious and told almost the whole family about how I took back his birthday gift and returned it. I got enough shame from family members to begin to think that I might be an asshole for how I dealt with this. AITA? Y'all, my daughter did want and expect to be paid. I think this was an edit because mm-hmm. people like went off on her. Um, she, if she intended for it to be free, then I would have kept my mouth shut, and I would. And the wristwatch isn't expensive. I kept the rest of the money after giving my daughter her share. <laughs> yeah, she's an asshole. <laughs> yes. In every sense of the word, she is a great big a hole with ice cold bidet water <laughs> spraying on her. <laughs> Crazy. Okay, so a couple things come to my mind. Normally, correct me if I'm wrong, I don't buy or pay for my own birthday cake. Right. Right. That's the first thing. Right. So if he was like, hey, it would be fun to have, you know, to support our daughter in her endeavors Mm -hmm. and have her bake this cake, which normally, like, I would think if it's family, that would, that could be your gift. Yeah. Like, let me bake you this cake. Like, that's what, (laughs) that's what you do for family. Perfect opportunity for her to provide a gift to, like... Yeah, to, to provide a gift, yep. to make him a cake, and that could be her gift to him. Yeah, which would be very nice. Very nice. I think the idea of him paying his, basically, daughter to make him a birthday cake is really ridiculous. I do, too. <laughs> I think it's terrible. And I think the mom, like, if the mom wanted to pay her for that, but I, I guess I have an issue, too, to some degree, with this idea that, like, if our kids do something for us, they should be compensated. Mm-hmm. And it's like, because, I mean, granted, I know parents do everything for their kids. That's our responsibility. We had them, blah, 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 whatever. Right. But I think that we do enough for our kids that it's it's nice to give them an opportunity or for them to have an opportunity to give back. Yes. Right? Like, this would be a really cool thing that you could do for him yeah. to show appreciation for all the things I'm sure that he does for her. Yeah. It's his birthday. Let's let's pamper him why is he asking her to make a cake and why is he paying like yeah right and then the mother could buy if she wanted buy the supplies buy the whatever and then let the daughter give of her time yes and she likes it and enjoys it exactly and in my experience most kids get a sense of self-worth and pride and for doing something nice for somebody like there's a there is, that's why you have your kids do things like that. It's called service. It's called service, <laughs> and it's actually good for your mental health. Right, and it's good to teach your kids that not everything <laughs> comes with compensation. Exactly. Sometimes you just be a good person. Sometimes you give of your talents. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so then, that's like A. That's like the very basic, and then she goes and takes back his, his present. His birthday gift. Yeah, that like those are two separate transactions. Yes. In like even if you're gonna be petty and shallow, um, like those are two separate transactions. Because I you can't tell me like I I don't know their financial situation, but you can't tell me that the mom really couldn't have like paid the daughter if she really wanted the daughter to get paid, she should have paid her. Mm-hmm. Right. Or how about this? Take that money out of your family budget. I'm I mean, don't people have a like some sort of a shared Money that goes towards household expenses. Yeah, usually. I mean, even if you have separate accounts, it's like you both probably contribute to some degree. Right. And so take it out of that so that, you know, but he like he shouldn't <laughs> lose his gift in lieu of his cake. Yeah, that sounds like a punitive. That sounds like she did that to punish him. Yeah. Not because she couldn't pay her. She's like, well, if you're not going to do it, I'm going to take back. And then she kept the rest of the money. Yeah. How about we teach the adult (laughs) in the family a lesson rather than teaching the the teenager who probably really could benefit from that? Exactly. Yeah. Ugh. People are stupid. So stupid. Yeah. And it sounds like she is, and I wouldn't be surprised if this is like a habitual thing, definitely putting that daughter way before her husband mm-hmm. and I'm sure this is not the first time yeah I think it's I think they should get divorced <laughs> <laughs> I think this husband is probably dealing with a lot of like 
you know, and I'll, you, you know, I probably put my kids first way too much, but this is like an extreme example. Like no opportunities to, like, that's a good learning opportunity for that kid. Exactly. And yeah, yeah, okay. I'm just not going to, now I'm not going to get nitty gritty (laughs) and start ripping on a 16 year old. (laughs) Well, I mean, it's not her fault. She's being like, the mom is conditioning her to like. To expect something. Yeah. For everything, mm-hmm. to not be a good basic human. Yeah. To not serve. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's one for you. Okay. Was it, is it my turn? That it was is. yours. Okay. Um, okay, so this is um, a story about a 31 year old female. Um, she says, my, my mother in law and I do not have a close relationship. She's civil toward me, but can be a bit passive aggressive at times, and we tend to disagree oftentimes. We live in a different state. My father-in-law passed away suddenly, and mother-in-law told me and my husband to come attend the funeral. She booked our tickets to fly to her state. But the issue started when my husband told me that we couldn't sit together in the plane because his mom had booked him a first-class ticket while I got economy. Oh, jeez. So we had, remember a couple of weeks (laughs) ago, we had the one where the the husband got put in first class for a work trip? For business, yep. Yeah, okay, so this is kind of... Kind of like it, except for the mother blatantly scheduled him first class and then (laughs) scheduled the wife in coach. Um, Okay. I was flabbergasted by this. I tried asking him why, but he urged me to suck it up and we'll talk about it later. In that moment, that particular moment, I felt so much humiliation and contempt. I felt like she was treating me as less less than even in hard times. I decided to not go and to just go back home. (sighs) My husband was shocked by my decision to go home and tried to convince me to just go, but I declined. Like from the airport? Yeah. So she goes to the airport and realizes that (gasps) he's in first class, she's in coach, and was like, I'm out. Oh, wow. So he went alone, and I ended up missing the funeral. He was livid, just calling me and texting me nasty things, calling me petty and spoiled. Mm. He said that I should be grateful his mom paid for my ticket to begin with, and then said that she doesn't owe me... A gosh darn thing. (laughs) I argued about how she could have just booked us both in economy if money was an issue, but he called me pathetic for thinking about it when his dad had just died. Mm -hmm. He said what I said was cruel, and what I did, um, he said that it was cruel what I did, and that his mom and family will never forget um, that I missed the funeral over something so ridiculous. And then she says, am I the asshole for going home over this? Um, She said, one of the reasons I didn't settle for the economy ticket was because I wanted to sit next to my husband and support him. He sobbed the whole ride to the airport and didn't want, and I didn't want to leave his side. I was shocked when he told me we couldn't sit together and how he said it as though like there was just nothing wrong with that. Like he didn't even see what she was upset about. Um, I call BS on she wanted to sit by him to support him. Okay, but now you're not sitting by him at the actual funeral right. of his father. So, so lot, if it was about yeah. him, mm-hmm. then you would have been there. Right. But a, I mean, a lot of assholes. Is I was going to say thinking. they're all. A lot it's of all like, a bunch of frozen a holes. Like, this one. husband is an a hole mm-hmm. for not, um, I guess, for not seeing or not recognizing how wrong that is. Yeah. Although he's in kind of a crisis situation, right? Unexpected, blindsided by this. Mother-in-law is an a-hole. For sure. She should have booked in both economy, and it wouldn't have, like, just let it go. Um, wife, and, and also husband's an a-hole for then texting her name, calling her names, right. and being a jerk. Right. And then wife is an a-hole for allowing the mother-in-law to stand in between, like, being there for her husband right. doing that. Exactly. Yeah, they're all. 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 It's the mother-in-law booking... The two separate tickets is an absolute dig. Right. That is totally like a, not even a passive aggressive. It's a blatant like. <laughs> it's a blatant, my son, I my son is better than he you. Is he first deserves class. this. You deserve economy. <laughs> like that is so blatantly stupid and wrong. And I really think probably more work for her to book oh, that, right? Because yeah. can't you just go, like when you're booking tickets, you could just go book two, like, Tickets, yeah. but then she has to. I don't know. It just seems like it's go like to an the extra tr- step. Go to the trouble to put him higher. Yeah, I imagine he probably could have given up his first class and sat with her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I imagine that probably could have happened. Did she? She didn't say anything about that though. No, it doesn't seem like that. That was brought up. No, I don't even think it got 
to the point. And probably really at that time, he probably was not like in a headspace where he was like trying to manage the that piece of the situation. Right. But at least when we travel, you get to the airport, everything just seems so like maybe because we always get there like exactly <laughs> one hour beforehand. But it yeah. always seems like you're kind of like traveling is stressful. Yeah. And you're not necessarily thinking clearly anyway. But I, yeah, I don't. The fact that she left, like, let that, let your mom, let the person who wrongs you be the bad guy. Right. Not the person. Like, don't come back with another thing so that you're both. Like, the mother-in-law was clearly in the wrong. If she just would have sucked it up and gone, she, of course, would have been the bigger person. She would have been there for her husband. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now they're always going to be like, remember when so-and-so didn't come to the funeral because she couldn't sit in first class? Now you're the bigger asshole. Right. You trumped her. And I wonder, too, if, um, like, what the dynamic would be, like, what the relationship was between her and the father-in-law or the, like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, if she, would you really miss out on some, on the funeral of your a family member yeah. in the sake of, like, taking a stand? Uh, yeah. In or, a, yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. I mean, maybe go book your own first class ticket. And yeah. then, you know. Yeah. I, know. I just think she took that to the extreme by just going home and yeah I don't like that she said well it's about my husband I wanted to be there for I I could barely leave his side because he was sobbing the whole way there and then you just are gonna leave Mm -hmm. him you're not even gonna go with him that's such bullcrap I'm not gonna sit five (laughs) rows behind him I am gonna be at home (laughs) yeah yeah, no that and and the thing is is we all know like we we all would be fired up about that. Don't don't try to play martyr. <laughs> like yeah. we know that you had like a visceral reaction to the mother's like complete and total disrespect and disregard whatever. Yeah. But it's okay to say that. Like it pissed me off so bad. I yeah. was like screw her, screw him, screw the father-in-law. Mm-hmm. I'm going home. Yeah. <laughs> don't pre I was just so worried about my husband. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Call it, it is what it is. All right. Well, Halloween has recently passed. We were supposed to record, I think, on Halloween. We missed a couple of weeks. We some time. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. sorry. But I had some Halloween ones that I wanted to okay. do anyway. So um, my son, this is uh, just a mom writing this. My son attends half-day kindergarten. I just picked him up and has had to deal with some moms. I'm writing this in the car just to calm myself down from dealing with these people. I know this is ridiculous, and I never thought I would be writing here, but here it goes. My son has 17 kids in his class, so I decided to do something nice. Through my company, I get discounted movie tickets to give away to clients, so I put 17 envelopes in my son's backpack for his teacher to put in each, of, in each kid's Halloween treat bag today. There's no problem with this. It's a private school, and all the parents agreed to send treats for every kid in the class. No problem with religion or economic hardship. So, like, giving something away for Halloween was, okay. was like, accepted and good. Mm-hmm. Um, so the problem came when I got there to pick him up. Three moms were waiting for me. They wanted to know where their ticket was and if I had an extra for other kids. What? I thought this was just better than more candy. But they are upset with me because now they will have to spend more money to use their (laughs) Halloween treat. I think all the kids go to see movies. The voucher is good for one kid's movie admission, a small soda, a small popcorn, and a small candy. But it seems that I'm the asshole for only providing for the one kid in my son's class. I think they're being greedy and cheap. What do you... (laughs) Yes, they are green. How nervy are people to seriously say, like, I'm going to give your kid something... But, like, when somebody gives you something, you, <laughs> like, I, I'm speechless. I know. You just say thank you. Exactly. Like, you don't get to put conditions on other people's generosity. Yeah. If yeah. you can't afford to go to the movies. Then don't go. Then don't go to the movies. Or wait till the special time that you're going and save it. Like or, that. <laughs> or maybe you could arrange for... Um, well, I guess that would, somebody would still have to pay. I was going to say one mom to take mold, a bunch of the kids in the class to the movie. I don't. Sure. It's, this is ridiculous. I know. Why, why are, are we even talking about why it? Why are we justifying this? Because it's so stupid. How about this? Take your ticket <laughs> and go online and sell it. Ooh. And then you've just made $12. Exactly. Right? How, how, how petty. Petty. Yeah. How 
Rude. And can you imagine? So you you go to pick up your kid, and this is private school. Yeah. So odds are, <laughs> odds are, the, these, the moms yeah. are the moms have plenty of. Cash. And I think I accidentally printed off this this page twice because it seems like in the comments she had even said that someone wanted one for their nanny. <laughs> Like, I want my nanny to be able to take the kit. So I'm like, um, hmm. <laughs> nope. I think you're fine. Yeah. It just is so ridiculous. Yeah, I imagine, like, you go to pick up your kids and these moms are like, can you believe she gave our kids movie tickets? Like, no, we're expected no. to. Now we have to pay the $8 no, for our own ticket? take our own kids to the movies? Ew, people suck. You don't have to. You're not obligated. Nope. And your kids probably don't like you and don't want to be with you anyway. I know. It's like with my celiac kid. Like when she gets gifted something that she can't eat, Mm -hmm. she doesn't say, oh, I can't eat that. She says, thank Thank you. you. She takes it and she gives it to somebody. Like I've trained her to be like, don't say that in the moment because it doesn't matter. Like they're not going to go, oh, let me give you something out. Like just be grateful. Right, because it's the same thing. If somebody put a candy bar in that kid's bag. And they didn't like that flavor. Mm-hmm. Are they really going to come back and <laughs> complain? I, I like you, don't don't look at what is it? Don't look a gift, gift horse, horse in, in the mouth. mouth. Yes, you are in the gift horse's mouth right yes, now, lady, and exactly. you need to get out. When she trick her treats, she if they hand her a Kit Kat, she doesn't go. Oh, I can't eat that. Can I have mm, something else? Yeah. I'm like, you do not do that. You do. You not. take what gets put in your bag and be appreciative. Yeah. What about those people that do the switch witch? What is the switch witch? Basically, on Halloween night, your kid can put their candy out, and the switch witch comes and leaves you a present instead of the candy. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good idea in theory, but tell tell what your kid did. Oh, oh okay. So Lane, my Lainey, she gets so worried yeah. about stuff. So worried. She was horrified because kids at school were talking about how they poison candy. Right, yeah. how people are putting drugs or needles. The old, we've or, all heard it I mean, since the 80s. Yeah, that they're putting all this stuff in candy, and it's so dangerous. So she was so concerned. She's like, Mom, I really want to go trick-or-treating. So can we? Can I go trick-or-treating, and we'll just throw it all away? <laughs> did she yeah. really do it? Uh-huh. Wow. Yeah, she, did, she was, did not want any of it. And so Jake actually bought her some candy yeah. that, you know, to replace, kind of replace. But, yeah, she wanted no part of that. That is so funny. I know. I know. Did Very did weird. you tell her like that's an old wife? I mean, it can happen. You got to be well, careful. You got to check. Or were you just like, I if have, you're worried about it, or just gonna? Yeah. Well, a, a, one of my um, a friend of mine that is a police officer yeah. did talk about how there was some like there were some pills put in. I mean, there always yeah. is. Like, there's always that dirt bag out there. Yeah. That is going to do that, but I mean, why would I don't understand why someone would do that? If you have drugs, don't you want to yeah, take don't them? You want them? Keep them for yourself. Like, no one's gonna like. I don't know. And I have heard like real legit people say it's true, but then I've heard other people say it's a total like that is so rare. Or we just well, not that's happen. the thing. And so I even had said, you know, you can just you can take that candy and open it up, like just break that little candy, candy bar yeah. apart, and just be cautious. But, I mean, it's not like they're going to grind the drugs up and then bake their own version and <laughs> vacuum seal it. You know what I mean? Like, be cautious, yeah. but don't be overboard. If anyone hands out brownies, like, I'm going to your house. Like, <laughs> like what's up? <laughs> okay. this? Oh, this is for mom's too. I'm just going to take that. Oh, yay. Okay. Awesome. Um, but, I, yes, but she was, like, so concerned about it. That we're so like, yeah, you don't have to. We'll yeah, just toss it. Why not? I'm going to toss And My actually, kids got so much candy this year. It yeah. is ridiculous. Yeah. Lainey had, uh, has a whole, like, pillowcase thing. I mean, yeah. not full, but... And actually, I put it in the cupboard. I have not thrown it away okay. yet. So I will probably be dabbling a little yeah. bit in that candy. You checking for drugs. You know? Yeah. So. Taking the one. If I find any, bring it <laughs> My dad used to always... He'd open our candies and be like, oh, I better check for something yeah. wrong, and he'd take a big old bite out of it. Absolutely. All the time. Candy tax. When I grew up in eastern Idaho in the 80s and 90s, the idea of full-size candy bars... Unheard of. Admit, it was like you would hear, like, oh, there's rich neighborhoods that give out full-size candy bars. Mm-hmm. I don't think it was ever true in the 80s and 90s. Oh, I don't think so either. I think it was a old wives' tale that somewhere in the world existed a neighborhood with full Snickers. Now, 
It exists. Everywhere. And I think it was the thing of you being a kid in the 80s and 90s and thinking that was a possibility that you grew up and was like, I'm going to be, I'm going to make that dream I had as a kid come true. Full-size candy bars. Piper got 20 full-size candy bars. That is insane. 20. I haven't even looked through in like our neighborhood. Wow. I'm like, oh my gosh. And then I'm like, I want to be a full-size candy Uh, house. But this is the thing. And I think like there was kind of a period of time when nobody was trick-or-treating. Like it really switched over to trunk or treats. Yeah. And there was very little like neighborhood trick-or-treating, at least in Utah. It was just kind of Interesting. Like a huge decrease. And I we don't know that what that happened here. Yeah, we had a pretty big like we lived in a in a very populated neighborhood, like lots of kids, but we really didn't see a ton. Like huh. the last few years that we lived in Utah. And then um and everything really switched to like community trunk or treats, school trunk or treats, church On trunk or treats. On Halloween day? Um yeah. Because I feel like yeah. that used to be yeah, I feel like they used to do them on Halloween as a substitute for trick or treating for safety yes. and stuff. So like our like our community because we were in a small town, their Main Street had like a trunk or treat. Oh, fun! And so you could go to all the businesses on Main Street, and so it was it it switched, and you really didn't see a lot of door to door. Okay. And so um, I think my thought was maybe that people started doing the bigger candy bars because they were getting fewer kits. Ah. And so it was like, oh, well, you know, that'll yeah. be an incentive, right? Yeah, or be able and it's to... like my neighbor kids, like mm-hmm. the people we know. Yeah. 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 So I don't know. I but... almost feel like that, What like when Trunk or Treat started, it started as a replacement. Mm-hmm. And now I feel like it's gone to in addition to. Yeah. Like they do them not on Halloween, so you're getting double the candy. Yeah. We didn't do one this year, but it's like it's almost like we'll go to the trunk or treat, but then we'll still trick or treat because right. it's on a different day. Right. And then we bring our kids home and we get frustrated because <laughs> all they've done is eat candy because they're out of control. But I'm like, if like I am a diehard when it comes to trick or treating, I'm like, no, we, like if my kid goes around the block and they're ready to throw in the towel, I'm like, Mm-mm. what is wrong with you? Same. Like we're dressed, we're out. We are out until the lights come off. We are committed. That's and, so funny because I am the same way. One of the best things that you can do is be one of the last people trick-or-treating. Oh, yeah. Because then you get those people that are just dumping the bowls, uh-huh. right? They're like, it's 8.30 on a school night. Here, we're done. I, uh-huh. We haven't had any other kids come. So you get the rest yes. of what's in the bowl. Exactly. We did that. Yeah. We had some, uh, yeah, Piper came home, and, like, our last couple trick-or-treaters, she wanted to be the, like, giver, the generous. So she the was, yeah, she was dumping, yeah. dumping yeah. stuff. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So that is that's good. That's important to know. Yeah. Do you have another one? No, I don't. Okay. Well, I have a really funny like T I F U. Okay. Because it's funny and it's Halloween related, so I have to do it. Okay. Okay. So some background is my family lived in the U S. for about a decade before moving to Belgium in the late 1960s. At the time of the F U. So this is like something that happened a Mm -hmm. long time ago, but he's writing it now. Belgium was a country that did not celebrate Halloween. So come back with me, if you will, to the 1990s, a time of denim outfits, chocolate cigarettes, and songs recorded off the radio. I am in primary school in a rural region of Belgium. Everyone knows everyone in my tiny village of about 400 inhabitants. It is the end of summer, and I'm planning my birthday. My birthday parties are somewhat famous, and it is mostly due to the fact that I always manage to mix in a little something American into the party, courtesy of the family members who still live there. We would have cake, but instead of apple juice, my mom would bring out a bright pink candy-flavored pitcher of Kool-Aid. Or we would make sugar cookies, but instead of basic shapes, we would have access to this huge box of animal-shaped cookie cutters. Apparently, those are American American, things. So this particular year, I didn't know what to do to make my birthday special. I just started planning all the basics and figured I would think of something eventually. I picked out the candy I would serve, two trays full, decided on the cake I would have, vanilla with chocolate frosting, and selected the music, making sure to include that one song which had a choreography I learned in dance class so I could teach everyone. (laughs) It is now the big day, and I have decided to improvise. By now, my friends have arrived, and we're all eating candy and generally being silly and having a good time. And suddenly it hits me. What a better way to celebrate than to do Halloween. My mom told me once about how in the U.S., children go around the neighborhood asking for candy. And here we are, a bunch of kids who love candy. It's perfect. (laughs) Now, as I would soon find out, there was quite more to it than just going around the neighborhood asking for candy. First of all, Halloween is on a specific date, not on some random day at the end of summer. Also, and probably more importantly, the neighbors are in on it. 
<laughs> so here we are, all putting our jackets on as we get out the front door. I shout, see you in a few. We're off to do Halloween. My mom somehow doesn't stop me, probably because she has no idea how wrongly my tiny mind has connected the dots. I confidently lead all my friends across the street, so proud of giving them a glimpse of life in the exotic United States. I reach my neighbor's front door and ring the doorbell. The elderly couple soon opens the door and I freeze. What now? How am I supposed to get candy from them? I have to think of something fast. Everyone is watching me and my poor brain, although it tries its best, comes up with nothing better than, Hi, I'm your neighbor from across the street. It's my birthday today and we're too poor to afford candy. Can I have some? Aww. <laughs> the neighbors exchange this weird look, which in retrospect must have been pity, go to their kitchen and bring me back a bag of candy along with some well wishes. I thank them triumphantly and move to the next house. Since my spiel worked, I keep using it as I go from house to house. Although every time I go to a new house, I get this feeling that something is not right. <laughs> like, really not right. I find myself skipping more and more houses and end up just cutting our Halloween short. I head home with a garbage bag, courtesy of one of the neighbors, filled with food <laughs> that was nothing like I had expected. Incomplete candy bars, clearly open bags of candy, a boxed Swiss cake roll, and various leftover pantry food. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I come home trying to play it cool. I stack up all the food from the garbage bag on the dining room table like some weird trophy, all the while trying to understand where I went wrong. We all feel too awkward to eat any of it. <laughs> and then it was time for cake. Years later, a neighbor made a comment to my mom about all her hardship when I was growing up, and I realized this whole time our village believed she was too poor to afford candy on my birthdays. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's awesome. How funny is that? That is awesome. Yes. Aww. Okay. Well, I've got to get my gray roots dyed because uh, <laughs> I am apparently 80. But our barren truth question, which is already on our socials, is what is this is kind of maybe related to this story? What is something that you did or thought or like a family tradition or something you had growing up that you thought was totally normal, like that everybody did or everybody? And then as an adult or in hindsight, you look, you mention it and people look at you yeah. like you're absolutely insane. Like I want to know when you found out, like what was the thing that you d always did growing up, and when you found out that that wasn't normal? Because I think both are funny. Okay. Okay. Awesome. So think on that. Um, thank you for lifting my mood. You're welcome. This is your self-care. This is my self-care. So we need to do it more often. <laughs> like, we should do this regularly, like, like once a week. That would, wow. <laughs> we should. Good idea. Let's do that. All right. Well, thank you for listening. Thanks for listening. We love you all, and goodbye. Goodbye. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at TruthFairiesPod, and send us an email at TruthFairiesPod at gmail.com. Truth Fairies is hosted and produced by Brooke Flake and Jamie Garn. Original music by Greg Hale. 